You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Thursday. Um, obviously, today is significant. We're going to get to that here in a little bit here. We'll get you your Browns news. Uh, we're going to do a little talk on the cornerback position here today. I have some listener questions here. Um, two Browns took to the podium yesterday, so obviously we're going to get to that in J.C. Treader and Austin Hooper. Make sure you're following the show at Locked On Browns on Twitter. Uh, all lowercase, follow-back account, DMs are open. Best way for you guys to keep in touch with me. I am your host, Jeff Lloyd. You can follow me or DM me at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Make sure to take care of all of that for me, guys. Any way, anything you need from me, obviously you have the opportunity to get in touch with me through those avenues. Um, today is deadline day, 4 p.m. Eastern today. If you were going to opt out, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern today for, is the time to have your final decision in. Obviously, there is an opportunity to opt out after today, but you know there were some extenuating circumstances and stuff that would have to be met if you were going to opt out. Today is the day you need to let your franchise know and let your league know. I did reach out to some folks last night, um, some better in the know, um, questioning whether or not we thought maybe we'd see a flurry of activity today. Um, everybody was kind of mixed. Um, you know, obviously, still a, a ton of players on the fence, but they feel that if they've gone this far. And the fact that through 2,600 players, um, only 56 positive tests to this point have shown up. Um, you ha most felt that most players probably at this point feel pretty comfortable with the plans that are in place through the pl uh, Players Association, through the franchises, through the league, that they're maybe not expecting a flurry of activity. But again, like I told you, it was mixed. So we could see a change in that. You still have some players on the fence, one predominantly Trey White, dominant cornerback for the Buffalo Bills. He's still not exactly sure of the decision he's going to make before 4 p.m. Eastern today. So certainly a lot of that going on. Garrett Gilbert back in the building for the Browns. The Browns to this point are describing his positive test as a false positive. And we talked about this with all of this test, testing going on. And obviously the test still new in its infancy as well. Um, you're going to get some of this. But you know, Garrett Gilbert, two straight negative tests. So he is back in the building in Berea. Andrew Billings, we had talked extensively yesterday um, on him opting out for the 2020 season. He took to social media yesterday, uh, letting everybody know that he actually suffers from asthma, which obviously with the coronavirus could be you know, detrimental to him if he were to catch this virus. Um, he did thank the Browns organization for working with him and doing their due diligence to provide him with as much information as possible so he could make the most educated decision for he and his family. Um, also, again, he said he felt safe within the facility, but obviously he can't overcome the fact that he does suffer from asthma and would create a big, big problem for him if he were to get the coronavirus. Uh, J.C. Treader took to the podium yesterday. Um, and obviously, J.C. Treader, everybody knows, now the NFL Players Association. So, you know, very, very important role for him. But obviously, J.C. Treader opened up a little bit yesterday about his own personal experiences. Um, you know, where he was as a player on weighing the options of playing this year. He's going to play football. Look, just J.C. Treader, he's a team guy. Uh, obviously, you know, this league means a lot to him if he even wanted to be involved with being the Players Association president. Um, so J.C. Treader is going to play. Uh, he also talked about the fact that, you know, his wife is currently pregnant. 
So J.C. Treader is staying in a hotel right now. Um, J.C. was recently married in the offseason, so had to make a decision about what is best for he, his wife, and his unborn child. Um, so keeping a distance and making sure that you know his wife can maintain her health through her pregnancy for the best for, thing, for, for, the best for herself and obviously their unborn child. So J.C. Treader makes that decision very, very well. Um, so very difficult from that standpoint for him, um, but you you know he had to do you know, what he feels. You know he felt he still needs to provide for his wife and his child, and he also felt that uh, he needed to be there you know for his teammates. So the best way to do this for J.C. Treader was to you know obviously take himself out of the home, um, you know have limited contact with his wife. Um, we'll see where it all goes in a couple of weeks if things get better. But J.C. Treader, NFL Players Association, has spoken up on that. Um, then some more thoughts here about you know depth and you know what the Browns can maybe do as far as defensive tackle and at the uh, you know interior offensive line where now all of a sudden they're suffering some holes. You look at maybe you know a Terrence Mitchell uh, veteran. Um, you look at some teams starting to um, you know get thin in other positional groups. Maybe Terrence Mitchell would have value at the cornerback position for, say, the New York Giants, where it looks like DeAndre Baker will not be part of the 2020 NFL season. Uh, they had young cornerback Sam Beal opt out yesterday, leaving them thin at the position. Could something possibly be worked out there? Uh, you never know um, as you know we start to you know get closer and closer to legitimate practices on August 14th, which again, everybody will be streamed. So obviously we'll all have the opportunity to see what is going on. So just you know, things to be looking at as we get closer and closer to uh, again, the August 14th beginning of you know official practices. We got to see some Browns yesterday donning the new gear. Um, and obviously, you know, Miles Garrett looking fantastic, rocking the new uniform. Uh, the new uniform, uh, you know, it, I, I, I was a fan of it when it first came out. I think, you know, in the pictures, looks even better. You got to see Jedrick Wills. Uh, you got to see, again, Miles Garrett. You got to see Jarvis Landry. Um, and we'll get to, obviously, Baker Mayfield. Um, Baker Mayfield looks fantastic. Um, and the constant people obsessed with Baker and his body, um, which just gets a little, a little bit crazy. But uh, look, Baker looks to be in fantastic shape. Obviously, you know they spoke on the fact that you know Baker had put on four pounds of muscle mass. Uh, looked fantastic in the pictures today. Certainly had a look on his face of uh, maybe a little bit of agitated and pissed off. Um, Baker Mayfield, I think, um, one of the things you like about Baker Mayfield, it seems when he's got that chip on his shoulder, he just plays even better and the pictures you saw of Baker yesterday looks like maybe that chip is back and you know Baker is a little bit aggravated essentially with everybody the old uh, I know what you were saying about me type of look is something that Baker Mayfield appeared to have in those pictures and I for one am very very excited about maybe getting an aggravated Baker Mayfield back into the fold here for 2020 so QB6 looking really really ready focused, dialed in, and ready to rock. Uh, we'll get to the quarterback preview here. We will get to some listener questions here uh, as well. Um, just a lot more rolling here on your Thursday edition of Locked on Browns. DoorDash. You want Chinese, they want pizza, and someone in the house is craving Froyo. There's something for everyone on DoorDash. Continue supporting restaurants in your community. 
safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash that need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle's, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON, all caps, no space. That's $5 off you $5 off your and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and again enter the promo code all caps locked on don't forget that's locked on for $5 off your first order from DoorDash we're going to get into the quarterback position here a little bit today, the um, the cornerback unit. As we preview this, obviously we'll have the safety position left to get to tomorrow. Um, for you know, now we will hit everything. Obviously, the specialist seems seem pretty set in order here for the 2020 season. We know what we've got there, and the hammer, Cybert, and obviously Mr. Hewlett, uh, Denzel Ward. There's no discussion here. Uh, he is your cornerback one. Uh, no way around it. Uh, obviously, after the injuries last year um, and missing the month of time, came back extremely strong, showed everybody the player he was as a rookie in 2018. Uh, Corey Kinnon did a fantastic uh, piece on this over on Pro Football Network, PFN, if you want to go ahead and check that out. Uh, you know, did some video breakdown of Denzel Ward coming back from injury and just looking all the more better. Do you just leave Denzel Ward alone this year, put him on one side, put him on the top receiver? I've mentioned maybe it's time to expand Denzel Ward's role some. Um, they've obviously added a bunch of players at the cornerback position with size and length. You still have Terrence Mitchell here. You have Kevin Johnson here. Um, A.J. Green, rookie out of Oklahoma State, obviously brings some size to the position as well. Um, you also have Donovan Alumba, who is another player with some size to him. So you wonder if that maybe opens up the opportunity where if the slot receiver is going to be the biggest threat of any given Cleveland Browns opponent, is it time to maybe do a little bit more with Denzel Ward and have him go take that threat away? Certainly a possibility, and I certainly would be interested to see it. Denzel is such a fantastic player. Uh, maybe it's time to start using him in more ways where teams will scheme away from him, um, give him the opportunity to upset what they are trying to do by giving a whole ton of different looks. And if you're going to play a ton of nickel and dime, like Joe Woods has mentioned, maybe it is time to expand upon the roles of one Denzel Ward. Greedy Williams, um, big year here for Greedy in year two. Um, some up and down uh uh, some parts of rookie year ups and downs. Um, a lot of people talked about his tackling deficiency, what let, which led him to be a second-round pick. That really was not an issue in the rookie year for Greedy Williams. Can pretty much handle that without much issue whatsoever. There were some coverage laps at times. Um, the Browns could really use Greedy to step up here um, and give themselves you know, bookends of the cornerback position on both sides. I think big year two ahead for Greedy Williams as he gets a little bit more comfortable in his own skin, a little bit more comfortable in his surroundings. Um, and this Joe Woods defensive scheme should probably fit Greedy Williams very, very well. 
you get to a couple of veterans here. Um, obviously, with um, you know Terrence Mitchell, with Kevin Johnson. Um, you know, Terrence is the holdover here. You know, tough spot for him whether or not he's going to stick around. Um, again, a holdover from the Dorsey years. Uh, Terrence Mitchell has played, and pretty much every time he has been asked and been counted upon, he's gotten the job done for the Browns to this point. So, you know, whether or not how much value he's going to carry with this new um, regime, obviously from up top and on to the field and the coaching staff, that will be certainly interesting from the Terrence Mitchell standpoint. Um, not the most athletic guy. Good tackler, but you know the the length um, has always played well in his time here in Cleveland. I've always been a Terrence Mitchell fan. We'll see, you know, how much of a role or how much of an opportunity he has here in 2020. Kevin Johnson, free agent. Obviously, we talked about Kevin Johnson in free agency in 2019. Um, ended up going to the Buffalo Bills. Was able to right the wrongs, which were the questions with Kevin Johnson were health. Um, he was able to stay healthy all year for the Buffalo Bills, now property of the Cleveland Browns. When I talk about the possibility of Denzel Ward and expanding his role of putting him maybe inside in slot situations, that would be to get a Kevin Johnson onto the field in nickel and dime. Uh, Kevin can play outside. That's where he's played outside. Another player with length at the position. So Kevin Johnson, I'm looking forward to. I was a huge fan of Kevin Jan Kevin Johnson's coming out of Wake Forest University. So I'm really excited for him to be here. I'm really excited to cover him. Always liked his game. And, you know, it kind of just got tough down in Houston um, where he got a reputation of just being <laughs> not on the field. Uh, you never want the reputation of, you know, in the tub, so to speak. And sadly, that's where Kevin Johnson's reputation was in his time down in Houston. But obviously, you know, certainly the opportunity, you know, to write, you know, the story of his career, and we've seen other players do that here in Cleveland over the past couple of years, whether it was a Bouchard Perriman, and obviously for a brief time, one Greg Robinson. Um, then you get to rookie A.J. Green, undrafted free agent. The highest signing bonus ever given to an undrafted free agent in Cleveland Browns history. The Browns really, really liked A.J. Green. If they had had a seventh-round selection, they would have used it on A.J. Green. They were in on him as soon as the draft was over, well before that, honestly. Um, and with the amount of money they threw at him, they got another player here with length that they liked. Obviously, in the Big 12, saw a ton, a ton of balls thrown his way. Does hold a college interception over one Baker Mayfield. But A.J. Green, opportunity is here. Um, granted, it's going to be a limited amount of time, but the Browns are really excited about this player, and I think with the amount of money they gave him as a signing bonus, I think A.J. Green is pretty much going to be safe to make this final 53-man roster. Then you get to you know some holdovers, whether it is a Donnie Lewis, um, another slot candidate, Donnie Lewis, his rookie year essentially lost due to injury, was injured at the time John Dorsey uh, selected him. Looked like a good value pick at the time, but sadly, Donnie Lewis, it just never really got right. Never really got an opportunity to ingratiate himself within the system. Tavier Thomas. Tavier Thomas has been a plus special teamer for you know two years. Won a lot of people over teammate-wise in this building in 2018, playing um, you know, with a hernia injury, finished the season, then had the surgery, playing plus special teams. Teammate-wise, he won a lot of guys over. A lot of guys were impressed with the fact that you know he went to battle. Week in, week out, while being injured, has a role on special teams. Um, maybe there's time to expand that role here. Physical player, um, loves to get his nose dirty. Um, opportunity for Tavier Thomas for a bigger role. I, I would love to see it. You love to see guys who put in the dirty work get rewarded, and certainly that opportunity lies ahead for Tavier Thomas. Robert Jackson obviously played some time on special teams last year. Um, 
the question is going to be for him, and he's going to be in a really, really tough spot here um, as he comes into this camp as quarterback, cornerback seven or eight. Uh, Donovan Alumba, obviously another player brought in here. Again, size. This was the emphasis of what they did. You know, Denzel Ward, Donnie Lewis, the two smallest guys in this room. Everybody else, you're talking six one, six two, some serious size to this cornerback room and some length. Um, which, you know, obviously with the long arms and stuff like this, you know, you don't have to be a glove in coverage as long as you can get your head around, work well with your hands, and, you know, get your hands in between ball and man, so to speak. So really excited about the cornerback group here for 2020. Really excited to get going on August 14th. So there should be some great battles between Odell and these guys. And when Jarvis, when he apparently gets back, and, you know, Rashard Higgins and, you know, how a guy like Donovan Peoples-Jones fares against this room in practices, in one-on-ones, um, and everything of that nature, seven-on-sevens as well here, uh, should be a fun, talented dog fight at the cornerback position for the Browns in training camp 2020. If you are not subscribed to Locked on Browns, uh, why? But if you are not, now is the time. Uh, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, smash the subscribe button. Uh, Five-star ratings, yes, they certainly help the show, and I will certainly ask for them. I always appreciate it. Uh, just lets me know I'm doing a great job here. Also, helps with the growth of the show here. I'm busting my butt working as hard as I can every day for you guys. If you can help me out with that, I do greatly appreciate it. And again, as always, the success of the show comes down on the listeners who tune in day in, day out. Written reviews, again, just another way to help with the show growth. So please, if you can, you have the time, go ahead, drop that five-star review. Go ahead, drop the five-star rating, written review on iTunes, on Spotify. Make sure you're subscribed. Thank you all so much. We've got some listener questions here today, and obviously we'll get to this. Uh, the plan is for, with the deadline at 4 p.m. today, um, I'm going to plan to try to sit down sometime later today with Pete Smith so we can actually have some real more training camp talk. Obviously, with the opt-out deadline at 4 p.m., don't want to get into too much conversation of, you know, guys, you know, who aren't going to be here. And obviously, we did that the other day with Andrew Billings, and I do apologize. Um, but a little bit out of my control in that respect. But we'll see how it all works out here as far as, you know, final rosterization. And I do want to get Pete in here so we can obviously have some, uh, you know, some good back and forth here where we have a better idea who is actually going to be in training camp this year. Um, from my man at Luckbuck, and always appreciation, uh, at underscore Luckbuck, I should say. He's you know always been good with this, and he's always been a big fan of the show, and I appreciate that, buddy. Can Nick Chubb be a 2,000-yard rusher, given the upgrades and just good ability to set up blocks? I would say possibly it, the opportunity would be there. I just don't think this is the way Kevin Stefanski wants to do business. I think Kevin Stefanski upgraded at the tight end position for a reason. I think they kept and made the commitment to David Njoku for a reason. I think they kept Kareem Hunt for a reason. I think they brought back Rashard Higgins for a reason. Uh, if you wanted to just say, we'll focus on Nick Chubb and can we get 2,000 yards? I would say it's certainly possible. But I think what they are looking for is variety and balance. And that is going to be the key for them to be successful on offense. Uh, you don't spend all that money on an Austin Hooper to not have him be part of this. Uh, you don't continue into year two with Odell and Jarvis together with not wanting balance. You brought Rashard Higgins back due to the fact he has a good rapport with Baker Mayfield. And there were a lot of times in 2018 in pressure situations on third down that Baker and Rashard Higgins were able to basically uh, make the music, so to speak. So I do think balance is going to be the key here. The potential for Nick Chubb to have an easy 1,200, 1,300 yards is here 
Kareem Hunt is going to certainly have a role, not as big of a role as I think some people think, but Kareem Hunt is going to have a role here. From uh, Fantasy uh, at Fantasy Messiah underscore, who plays more snaps, Kevin Johnson or Andrew Sandejo? There's two ways to look at this, um, a couple of things. If you were going to say Kevin Johnson, you're going to get back to my earlier thought, where is it time to expand what you're doing with Denzel Ward? Can you use Denzel Ward to cover the slot guy if this is you know, the biggest threat? You look at the Bills, you know, obviously just a team in general, obviously not on the Browns schedule. You know, Cole Beasley always been a pain in the butt in the slot. Um, you know, and now they brought in Stephon Diggs in a situation like that. Where would you use a Denzel Ward? Pittsburgh, obviously, with Juju Smith-Schuster back in the fold, Deontay Johnson, everything that they've got going on. Who's playing in the slot? Is that the biggest threat they have? Is that where you're going to use Denzel Ward? If you're going to use Denzel Ward in that capacity, I think it opens up the opportunity for Kevin Johnson to get more playing time. Andrew Sandejo, I think this would be relative for Andrew Sandejo to get more reps on Carl Joseph's health. Um, they had put a pretty premium investment in dra- in the draft pick of Grant Delpit. Obviously, they were enamored with both safeties. Sandejo familiar with how this you know parts of this Minnesota uh, Minnesota crew that came over does business. Um, but Carl Joseph also brought in just for his immense talent, but a guy who's missed a lot of time over his career. Sandejo would play more snaps if Carl Joseph's injuries proved to be an issue here while in Cleveland. If you're going to expand Denzel Ward's role. Kevin Johnson is going to see more reps here. My honest belief is, out of the two, Kevin Johnson will see more reps in 2020. Um, from at FlyRide97, do you see Grant Delpit playing more of a joker role or single high safety role? Grant Delpit is capable of everything, and obviously you can use him. You could use him in the slot. You could use him to cover tight ends. Question is going to be is with the limited offseason, do you want to put a ton on a rookie? who's probably going to play in an insane amount of snaps early. Um, I think Grant Delpit is going to start from day one. I, I'm pretty confident in that. So the question is, do you want him to just get comfortable in a role and then expand it? Right now, you can just keep him at single high on the roof and be totally okay with it. Um, he's got the athleticism. He's got the experience. Um, he certainly played against big-time competition. Um, I'm going to say he plays more single high, but I would not be surprised as the season went on if you expand upon that. Obviously, some of that have to do with Sheldrick Redwine and where you are with a comfort level with him because Sheldrick's very similar in that he can do more than one thing at the safety position. He'll take more reps as a single high safety, but I think there's going to be weeks where they're going to ask a little more of him, maybe an Eric Ebron, the two games against Pittsburgh. Um, certainly, who's going to take care of Mark Andrews when he faced the Baltimore Ravens? Those are weeks and questions where you're going to wonder exactly where Grant Delpit's role is. Um, uh, da, da, da. From uh, Butt Grouch, um, with Billings' departure, any interest in Snacks Harrison? Um, absolutely, I have a ton of interest in Snacks Harrison. There is zero question about that. I think he's a very, very talented player question would be, is Snacks Harrison is a very, very well-paid man to this point in his NFL career. Is he going to risk the 2020 season? And as we've seen, a lot of these guys opting out are your interior players, your bigger players. So the question would be, is Snacks interested in risking playing in 2020 after making all of this money to this point? I got to be honest, I'm not necessarily sure I see that happening. From, okay, let's see if we get this one right here. 
at Browns fan at Browns underscore fan underscore pit. Better side dish with a ham dinner. All gratin potatoes or green bean casserole. I am not a green bean casserole guy, guys. Just I'm not. Nope. Never have been. Never will be. All gratin potatoes. Uh, those could be had anytime. I mean, hell, that's that's a standalone dish in my opinion. Um, so yes, and if you're having it with ham, and for the millionth time, don't bake your ham. Smoke it. Put it on the grill. Cook it indirect indirectly. Use the glaze for that last 25 minutes. Snip the pouch. Put it on like it's a pastry bag. Slowly, evenly, let all those flavors soak in together. And if you are going to do it and you really want it to taste good, pour some pineapple juice on the ham before you drop it on your smoker. Trust me, a million times over on this one, guys. And one more from at Fantasy Messiah underscore. Um, obviously, he talked about Kevin Johnson and Sendejo. Um, he wonders where would Sendejo's role be similar to a Daniel Sorensen with the Chiefs. And I agree. I think Sendejo, he's not going to play over the top. Obviously, he brought in the more athletic player, gifted player to do that in Grant Delpit. Sendejo is going to be more of a box safety. Um, and it might be zone coverage. And it might be to bump a tight end before five yards. It might be watching the backs out. I think he's going to patrol that five to ten yard area. Andrew, not an overall gifted player, but an extremely, extremely intelligent player who knows exactly where to be. I do believe tight end coverage is going to be, you know, big big part of what he is asked to do for this team. Run support as well. Andrew's a player who's really gotten better with age and his time in the NFL. And honestly, for Coach Stefanski and crew, it's nice to have a guy in the building where you know exactly what his role is, you know what he's comfortable with, you know where he excels, so you don't end up putting him into a position of weakness. Andrew Sandejo, although may see the third highest amount of snaps at the safety position, the Browns are really excited to have a player, uh, a veteran player, and a player who's familiar with the way they are going to do business on this roster. Anyone else sneaking in late? No. Okay, no. So we have gone over today. Your Browns news of the day. Garrett Gilbert back in the building. Andrew Billings um, going into detail, obviously, uh, you know, on why his decision to opt out of the 2020 season. The opt-out deadline, 4 p.m. Eastern today. Uh, we spoke about J.C. Treader and his time at the podium. Uh, one we didn't get to, Austin Hooper. Obviously spent time in Austin, Texas in the offseason. Getting a better relationship with Baker Mayfield. Just learning each other. Getting a ton of workouts in. ton of pass reps in. Austin Hooper came off very engaging. Funny. Even threw in a little shot at Jason Witten. Whether it was real or not, I'm not really sure. But Austin Hooper. And this is good because we haven't really gotten to know these guys in this capacity yet. Um, but Austin Hooper seems like a really fun, engaging personality. Um, you know, he really should be good. You know, on the podium, post-game coach, things of that nature. Uh, excited to get Austin Hooper in here and start to a little bit learn a little bit more about him, the man. Um, obviously, we know the player, but Austin Hooper looking like a valued addition. We did get your listener questions as well. Like I said, we're going to try to get with Pete later today after four o'clock. That maybe it'll be your Friday episode. Maybe it'll just be a bonus episode. But you know, so we can have a better idea and do a little bit more talk here on training camp. Once we know exactly who is in and who is out for the 2020 season. Again, make sure you're following Lockdown Browns on Twitter. DMs are open. Follow back account. Me personally, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes and Spotify. Uh, leave the five-star ratings. Leave the written reviews. Thank you so much. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.